Welcome to the Start It, Own It, Finish It podcast with Dat Boy Mo 629. Discussing everything fitness and everything motivation. Here is where you will get your fitness education and motivational fix. Now, here's your host, Dat Boy Mo 629. What's up, everybody? It's Dat Boy Mo 629 coming to y'all with another edition of Start It, Own It, Finish It podcast. I got another recorder. I got an actual voice recorder. And I am testing this out, actually, to see exactly. Uh, I'm going to be using this recorder, actually, to do my, uh, like, for my mic and everything for my YouTube channel. So I'm actually testing this to see if uh, this actually suffice also as a recorder for my podcast. So let me know what you guys think, you know, uh, if you like it, if you don't like it. Um, I'm going to listen to it myself before I actually upload it, but... Hopefully, it is better quality. I mean, I've actually been testing qualities to be the best quality possible. And this right here, I believe, will be kind of a uh, a good substitute to be like a travel for travel vlogging and travel podcasting and all that stuff, too. Very small. I like how small it is. I can actually lose it. I can put it in my pocket. But um, anyway, this episode right here... I'd like to welcome you guys to the Monday Igniting Podcast for the week. Uh, if you were listening to this in live time uh, at 8 a.m., but if not, you're listening to it the week of September. What on was today? September 28th. So this the title of this podcast is going to be called and I just came up with it. I was actually if you look at the title it's called the cult of complacency. And I was I was at work you know just working busy working working hard for the money working for the man you know working and I was like looking around at my coworkers, you know. I've all, I always want boys the best for my coworkers. I'm with my employees that are below me. I don't I'm not in charge of the pay scale. I'm not in charge of any of that. I'm not in charge of giving people raises, benefits, anything of that nature. And I I have a lot of temps, a temporary employee, they're temps that work for me and I feel very very bad that they're all temps. They got some great workers that work for me. I believe they deserve more. And it really, it really, one of the reasons I really want to get out of working a nine to five where I'm at and being an entrepreneur businessman is because, you know, I want to give back more to the community than what I'm giving now. And the cult of complacency, back to the story. I'm working and I'm looking I'm looking at my employees. I'm looking at how, how hard they work. I'm looking at, you know, just how in tune they are with working. They're not complaining. They're not bitching about their situation. And I recognize that they don't make a lot of money. I recognize that they're on fixed income. I recognize that they don't have the insurance that I have because I am uh, their supervisor and all that stuff. So I start to, I don't feel guilty because I work, worked hard to get to where I'm at. But I start to feel sympathy, empathy for my employees where I will want more for my employer to hire these people in, to give them more money and all that stuff. And I hope, I hope down the line that happens. If it doesn't, then, you know, I, I don't, 
shade any of them for quitting and finding uh, better opportunities somewhere else uh, that's not in that company. But the going back to the cult of com- complacency, this actually came and like this came to me, and I was just working. I was just like, man, this is how a lot of people work. We get complacent. We get complacent with where we're at. We get comfortable, and we just deal with what we have in front of us, and we live our lives day to day. And when I say the cult, it's because so many people voluntarily put themselves in this situation to where they're complacent with their lives. <laughs> like, like I would say I am a part of the cult of complacency, but I'm trying to get out of the cult of complacency, if that makes any sense. I'm trying to, trying to start my own brand, start my own business, start my own business, like I said, and go from just working the nine to five to more financial freedom to more giving back, to more inspiration and motivation I can give to people, more fitness education, just giving back to people and and just trying to get out of this complacent place that I'm in right now. I'm not complacent where I'm at. So that's why I'm saying I'm in I'm in between. I'm dealing with the nine to five because they pay my bills. You know what I'm saying? My rent's paid, heat's paid, electric paid, cell phone bill is paid, I pay for this damn recorder. Uh, my car or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Well, my car is messed up. Hey, I'm able to fix it. You know what I'm saying? So they provide me a paycheck. I get sick. I got health insurance. I can go to the doctor or whatever. I go to the dentist. You know what I'm saying? And insurance. I have insurance. So it's that safety net and security that I have. So the code of complacency, I understand it very, very, very comfortable. I understand this is a very comfortable place to be. It is a very, very comfortable. Like, you don't want to get out of it. You're just like, man, look. Just like I said, I just said it. My bills are paid. Why not? You know what I'm saying? They give me three-week vacation throughout the year. Why not? I get X amount of sick days throughout the year. Hey, why not? You know what I'm saying? It's like, hell, this is great. But that's because you're complacent with where you're at in life. And it's a cult because so many people see, like, these benefits and these, you know, this lifestyle, like, man, you got it made, dog, man. I wish I had it like you. But me, I want more than that. I want financial freedom. I want freedom of time. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to inspire and motivate, give back more to the world because I, I feel... If you travel around the world like I have, I've traveled to China, I've traveled to Egypt, uh, been in Hawaii, you know what I'm saying? I want to travel more, but COVID hit, you know, 2020. But, and you get to see the world and many different people and see how, just like how small you are in the, in the town you live in. Me, like I said before, I live in Toledo, Ohio. We have a population of about 300,000 people, which... It's medium, you know, not the capital of Ohio. We got bigger cities. I think we're like the fourth largest behind Columbus. I want to say Dayton, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and then maybe us, Toledo. And I think Dayton and us may be tied or maybe, I don't know. But we're in a, you know, we don't have a whole lot of people here. But then you go to countries like, you know, like I went to Egypt um, we went to Egypt. Me and my girlfriend went to Egypt. 
uh, Cairo, Egypt, and Luxor, Egypt. And you know, we travel, and then you know, we went to uh, we went to uh, Beijing, China. You get to see uh, so many people out there. We went on the Great Wall a few years back. <laughs> And you just see how many different people, and you know, like in China, you know, Chinese people, you know, they don't see too many black people over there. So they seen me and they just like, oh my God, he's a black guy. Let's take a picture with him. So I took a lot of pictures over there with Asian, you know, the Chinese natives and all that. But even then, like I had my H1 Warriors shirt that back in 2017, had my H1 Warriors shirt. And, you know, I, those those people, they still got those pictures. They still have H1 Warrior. You know what I'm saying? That 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 logo is in their pictures. I don't know what they did with it. I don't know. the Whatever they did with those pictures, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I took pictures with them. If I feel like a celebrity, there's another guy in Egypt. I don't know who he thought I was. He took a picture with me. I don't know. I feel like a celebrity. Maybe he knew me. <laughs> From H1 Warrior over there in Egypt. I don't know. For a fact, I don't know that. But, like I said, man, like when you get to experience those type of things, it's like, man, imagine people coming up to you saying, you changed my life. You motivated me. Look, man, like you, what you talk about is very, very inspiring. And, you know, just to change people's lives, to me, is bigger than just going to a nine to five, clocking in and clocking out. And, you know, just rinse, wash, rinse, repeat every single day. So that is what I believe. I believe everyone out there, and I, I will go to my grave on it. I believe everyone out there has that ability to impact another person's life. It might not be on a grander scale. It might not be by the millions and millions and billions. It might not be like that. It might be by the hundreds. But if you can do just a little bit... And then that should be enough, man. Just your character out here, just your character should be enough to inspire. If you inspire one person, that one person may multiply to two, multiply to three, multiply to four. But to me, right, I'm not, you know, not catching myself and I have to remind myself because social media can send you sideways so many times. It's send your ass sideways. And I catch myself comparing myself to other people on social media, uh, Instagram, basically YouTube. Uh, for those, and the thing about it is, I don't compare it to downplay my impact and how I feel about how I impact other people. I compare it kind of like competition almost like, all right, this is where this person is at. So I'm keeping my eyes and seeing what they're doing to see if that's something that I want to do or, you know, or seeing if they have the one up on me some way, shape or form to be like, all right, this person got like 800 followers in one single day. So what did they do to get that? Maybe I'm missing out on something. But I have to catch myself in comparison because at the end of the day, we get so caught up in this social media stuff, man, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram. I just joined TikTok. I just like created a pro. I didn't create my profile yet. I just downloaded it and put my username on there. I haven't posted anything yet. I don't even know how to navigate TikTok. So I'm way behind on that. But um, it, 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 it's crazy because I want to say my, my, my end goal is to motivate people, 
right? The guy that I really look up to is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. And this guy, I've watched him ever since 1996. Before that, when he was in USWA as Flex Cavana, going against Jerry the King Lawler. I'm a professional wrestling fan. And then when he showed up in WWE as Rocky Maivia in 1996. And then when he turned into The Rock, then he refused with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H. You know what I'm saying? Then he came back, you know, he went to Hollywood. Every, every rock movie. Me and my friend Scott, me and my best friend, seen in theaters, supporting The Rock. And then when you see, I've seen the growth in this guy from when he was, like I said, when he was flex commanding back when he was 25 years old, up until now, for 20 years, think about this, right? For over 20 years, 1996, I was 14 years old, so I'm 38 now. So about 24 years, I've been following The Rock. So... Ever since the WWE days, and to see what kind of person he grown into, the type of daddy he is, you know, kind of husband he is, kind of ex-husband he is, just being like, man, this guy, and he's very, very humble, down to earth. This is the guy that I really model myself as, and he is has never been complacent. He has never been in the cult of complacency. The guy, think about it, guys. The guy has... He went to the University of Miami, got injured, right? Couldn't play football no more. So he tried out professional wrestling. His dad's Rocky Johnson. So he tried out professional wrestling, went in as a third-generation superstar, Rocky Maivia, went in. He got some cheers at first, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, he's mixed with Samoan and Black. So he come in, you know, has a good has a good run, you know, as as, as Rocky Maivia. I believe he became, he became Intercontinental Champion. I believe he did. Then he lost the title. And then, you know, he he was lost in the sauce. So he became lost in the sauce. So he changed it up a little bit. He was like, all right, you guys, let me be me. Let me, you know, let me do what I can with this character because the character isn't working. He getting booed out the building. He was just, you know, just not doing what he could do. So, um... So he couldn't do what he could do. So basically, and I'm recording this right now too. This is sweet. So basically what he did was change the character up into the rock. You know, change the change change the personality up. Came up with Know Your Old Boulevard, Jabroni Drive, uh, Rudy Pooh Candy Ass and all that stuff. Sunglasses, shades, these, these designer shirts and all that stuff. You know, he had a little sideburn, big, long sideburns and stuff like that. I remember, because I think in 1997, man, I was about 15 years old, man. We was all pretending to be like The Rock. You know, all the black people were trying to be like The Rock. You know what I'm saying? All the black people, all the colored people, and all the white people trying to be like Stone Cold Steve Austin and all that stuff. But fast forward, The Rock went to Hollywood. And then he went to Hollywood, and then he... uh had made a couple movies. He did a Scorpion King. Did a Scorp- Scorpion King. He even said he's getting his feet wet. He didn't have too many lines or whatever to where he could actually act. Act, but everybody praised that movie because it was a it was a an action movie, but it didn't have a lot of blood. I remember him being on Cisco and Eber, and they gave it two thumbs up because of that. And, you know, fast forward more, he came out with, like, the game plan, came out with the rundown and all the other stuff. And then The Rock is, like, the top guy in Hollywood. And you just look at him like, man, this man 
is damn near 50, and he got, he big as hell. But you can see he's big, but he's humble. You know what I'm saying? He's so, so humble. It's just like you just admire a person like that, man. Like, he got no ego, really. Uh, he he takes fall and everything. So that's the kind of guy that you look at, and you just like, man, this dude really, 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 he's out here, man, like, being a model citizen. So... I look at The Rock, and I'm like, man, this guy has not been a part of the cult of complacency. He has not been a part of that. And I'm just like, that's, that's exactly what I mean and to always believing in yourself and just keep on pushing that envelope and pushing and pushing and pushing. Dude owned a freaking, he owned a, what, what is it, a wine, alcoholic beverage? The man owned the freaking XFL, on the football league now. He's not complacent. Hell, before all said and done, he may own the WWE. He may take that from Vince. So my thing is just like, guys, I mean, if you listening to this right here, just take it from me. If you wonder why I still do this H1 Warrior thing, because at the end of the day, I truly, truly believe in the vision of H1 Warrior. And I will not stop until my last breath. So just if it never blows up, it never blows up. But I always believed in something. I always believed in something. And the guy that I got this from, the Ultimate Warrior, died in 2014. I met him in 2013 before he passed away. One whole year, almost to the date before he passed away. His motto is always believe. So with Ace One Warrior, I will always believe in my baby, which is Ace One Warrior. And that gives me the ticket out of the cult of complacency. So I want you all to ask yourself, what is your ticket to get out of the cult of complacency? What is it? What is it that you believe in? What is it that you really want to do? What is it that you feel can have an impact on the world, right? Positively, right? That has more impact that same impact you have on your family. Like if you're a mom or whatever, you're a mom with three kids or whatever, and you, you obviously your kids love you, you take care of your kids and all that stuff, but what is it, right, before you became a mom or as you became a mom that you really wanted to do to change the world, right, affect the world or affect your, your city, your neighborhood, whatever it is that you want to change, or if you were a dad, you know what I'm saying, a single dad, like what is it that you really wanted to do to change the world? What is it? You gotta ask yourself that. Like what is it what you wanted to do when you wanted to grow up? A lot of people lose their dreams, a lot of people lose their goals when they grow up and life happens and they just get distracted by life. So sit down, man, and be like, All right, what is it that is empty in me or not fulfilling anymore so i just want you all to think of that you know what i'm saying i want you all to pursue that i want you all to think about that and get out of this cult of complacency and achieve more in life fulfill the emptiness in your life change the world as you once believed you could do and once you do that y'all man just Keep on pushing, man. Own it and finish it. Just keep on owning it. Uh, this is a very long ass, another like 20 minute podcast. I really want to get this off my chest and talk to y'all about this, man. Obviously, 
and just like convey this to y'all because this is how I, I feel about myself how i feel that everyone out there should probably hear this if it's not coming from me or like if it's not coming from your favorite motivational speaker or whatever it's coming from me coming from someone out there you know what i'm saying that can actually talk to y'all and be like look you can do it apply yourself man change it up 20 2020 has taught us that we're going to get hit in the face and the balls and the tit, whatever you want to get hit, where you're going to crouch down and have to fix yourself up. Question is, how are you going to adjust, fix it, and improve upon it? You can do it. And 2020 taught us that, man. At the end of the day, man, we got hit with a lot of, we got hit with a lot of shit in 2020. 2020 has not been the, the best year, you know what I'm saying? Like we thought we leaving 2019 behind, going into 2020. Great. The thing is, we were hoping 2021 will be better, but what if it isn't? We gotta prepare, y'all, man. So at the end of the day, just gotta just gotta leave 2020 stronger, way stronger than how we entered it and how we, you know, we're dealing with it and just leave 2020 way stronger so we can prepare for 2021 and more. So that's my take today, y'all. I know it's about 20 minutes, well, about eight, eight to eight to nine minutes longer than my regular podcast. Hope y'all listen to it all the way through. I really had a lot to say today. Uh, preparing for this week right here. So until next time, I'm going back to the fitness myth. I'm I'm gonna try to go back to the fitness myth. I mean, I be having a lot of shit to say, but till next time, start it, own it, finish it. You've been listening to the Start It, Own It, Finish It podcast. Be sure to subscribe to receive new episodes. Link up with DatboyMo629 on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Or visit him at aceonewarrior.com. Until next time, start it, own it, finish it. Finish it.